I'm gonna put Janae on blast real quick. This bitch was a full directioner and like no, a Bieber. But yes, you were, and a full like believer I, and all that bullshit. So she has no valid opinions when it comes lesbian. to this. Okay, actually, boy so, band lesbians are all valid. And no, they're no, you're not. You're, you all need you all need to think about what you're doing. <laughs> okay, first of all. The last good boy band was NSYNC. There has I mean, not I, been a good boy band since NSYNC. You're out of your... I'm gonna... Okay, don't... That's true. Okay. And I'll say they're, it. NSYNC, I should say all it. of them are ugly. And they... What did they go out with? Consistent bops. Every single... You will not find a bad NSYNC song. Okay, but the bad songs from One won't. Direction are part of they're the all, fun. It's just their discography. No, that's why it's fun. No, because here's the thing. No, it's a good time. NSYNC was giving you a good time, bang, bop, bangers. Like, I don't you like can ugly shake... people. I don't care. I don't care. I, you can make as many bops as you want, bitch, you ugly. I don't give a shit. All the boys in uh, One Direction were ugly except for Zayn. Yeah, uh, that's uh, true. Uh, <laughs> okay. But welcome again, to Queen by Zane. Queen, where we <laughs> pretend we have taste, but only fifty percent of us do. Okay, you. I mean, I'm the fifty percent because no, Janae you're thinks talking Harry, about the side of your motherfucking neck. Because Janae thinks Harry Styles can sing. I have I have receipts, bitch. You don't. You, girl. You found the receipt in a Walmart parking lot. You don't even know what the proof of purchase is for. You just found it in a dirty puddle. Like, if you like hosier singing, if you like little white boys warbling I like into a microphone, hosier singing because sing. he has soul. Hosier, hosier has the range. Hosier has the range. Hosier has the range. Girl, that don't make it. That don't make his voice sound different. They it don't does, make his voice sound different just because you it think does sound he gets different. It sounds ass. better. It sounds. I. I it don't think end. that. I know that. Okay, this is a Drag Race podcast. It has been nine minutes. Like, I can't even make that an intro because it was so fucking long. Like, that's not even an introduction. Um, this is as Queen long by as Queen. You, as long as you don't cut out your call out, I you can cut out anything Listen, else Listen, I know what the fuck I've been and I know where the fuck I've... <laughs> a, I know where the fuck I've abomination. been Bitch, Jesus Janae has me. had some of the most embarrassing stan like identities that I have ever. Like her stan track record is abysmal. Again, I'm going to put the entire boy band and Justin Bieber thing. No, 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 Janae. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about all of it. The fact that you were a hardcore Glee stan. We're in the okay. I, I would like to remind that you, I am BD. I am BD forums, bitch. Not even a real, you were on the I am BD forums. Not even a real <laughs> forum. Your stan record, your like stan track record okay. is abysmal. I stand, okay, but I stand Amber Riley on that show and Amber Riley is still that? fucking, bitch, I've never, the black I've girl. literally never watched Glee. Well, Amber Riley is th- literally the only black girl on the show, and she fucking slaps. She's everything. She can sing her goddamn oh, ass fuck. off. She covers Aretha Otis like it's motherfucking nothing. She can run up and down them scales, up and down them octaves. She's that bitch. So anyway, Janae watched Glee and participated actively in the form. She ignored God to watch Glee. 
Titans, ma- listen. Mm-hmm. No, gay, no, 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 no. Gay, gay. No, I was no, just, no. I was gay. Like, I don't know what you no, want from no, me. No, what do you no, want me to no, not no, be gay? Like, you no, were fucking no, gay no, for those no. green chemical niggas. First of all, fucking my chemical romance. Car, whatever. My chemical romance. There's not, is there one that has to do with a car? Like an engine or something? Bitch, no, not that I want. Not that I listen to. Okay. Streetcar? I don't know. That but, there's a song that says like a streetcar named Desire. But like okay, that's I'm one not, I'm, lyric. I don't and that's not even Mike like Romance. That. That's Panic at the Disco. You ugh. There's a specific way that white boys sing oh, yeah. that I don't like. Yeah, no, every nobody fucking likes it except for white boys. That's the whole point. That's why I was saying with the Harry Styles thing, is obviously no, he, can white, can't he can white boy sing. No, he can't. Also, when definition of he can sing, he hits the notes, bitch. That doesn't make them sound good. It, but it doesn't sound does. good. Does they're on pitch? It, they're hitting they and it's, they don't sound it's lyrical. Good. They don't sound good. Anyway, welcome to Queen by Queen for the seventh Jesus time. Christ. Yeah, I'm we're Janae. on episode three. Are you going to tell them your name? No, it, we're on episode three. Okay, that's Alexis. So we're on episode three. Mm-hmm. Of season one. Of season of one of RuPaul's Drag Race. Maybe yeah. And I just wanted on record that I did create two separate Google documents, one for my specific notes and one for general overview notes that I said, Alexis, if you want to talk about anything, mm-hmm. you can edit this. You can mm-hmm. be a part of this. We can go through it mm-hmm. together. And I was refused. So I don't want to hear any mm-hmm. bullshit. Here's the thing. I have never taken a substantial note in my life. And I'm not going to start now. I mean, listen, it's not my fault you are functionally illiterate and cannot write. That doesn't have anything to do with I got a 4.4 GPA in high school and graduated with 3.9 from college. Okay, where we grew up, that doesn't mean anything. I got a 3.9 here, cunt. Where you are right now, that don't mean nothing. (laughs) Listen, Liskelin. 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 Them niggas, uh, what are they? Tom Pence? What's his fucking name? Bitch Pence, whatever. They elected him. They can't read. They can't even grade your papers. Oh, no, they can, they can read. They read can read. What? They can, <laughs> they can read. What was, what, they can read this, the script for, uh, what's that, that racist play that they, uh, Hamilton. Hamilton? No. Uh, <laughs> no, not Hamilton. It was uh, the 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 the, the, the fucking the slave will, shit. No, nah, the South will rise again. That what that huh? movie that they played at the White House. The the South will rise huh? again. There was some huh? racist mo- like white 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 bit. I don't know white something white knights. It's a KKK Jesus movie. Jesus, the South. That was a racist one. The South will rise again. I think the fuck not, bitch. I'll slap it right the fuck back down. First of all, Janae is a proud Southern girl. So, like, let's... She's, yeah, she's literally I'm proud lying. of the Black South. Okay? Black mm. people built the motherfucking South. Janae listens to country South. music. Janae listens to country music. And the, I listen to Black country artists as well. Again, we built this shit. But all the good she country does artists an are imitating Black artists. But standing to white country art i do not i yes, absolutely do not every single white co- every not. single country song you have ever showed me has been by a white man yeah because it's funny 
because no. you don't know what they no. are, and it's so fucking funny no. to hear you no. realize that there no, is a it's song because... about fried chicken and jeans. It's because... Little bit of chicken fries, cold beer on a Friday night, burning the fitches right in the radio for the Record Track Race podcast, <laughs> season one, episode one, in season this episode. <laughs> Episode three. This is not even a Drag Race podcast anymore. It's a slice of life. It's an ASMR podcast. Work. I didn't hear. Oh, I just realized my fucking mic isn't plugged in. That's why I didn't hear shit work. I mean, no, it's plugged in and recording. I just can't hear it. I was about to hit you. I was about to hit you. (laughs) Okay, it's a 20 fucking minutes. So, fucking episode three of season one is kind of where everything picks up bitch like it's so as we were discussing we we tried to record earlier but i was having like a mental issue because she broke there's this this vine oh you know that little black girl that likes the hot pickles no anyway she she had made this vine where she's like recording herself crying and all her friends are laughing in the background and she's like i just realized i'm broke and they're all laughing at me and it was i'm gonna shoot you I'm really gonna shoot you. I cannot believe this shit. Anyway, so this is kind of a legendary episode because if you've ever watched like clips of Drag Race and like seen like best moments from Drag Race, two of the two of the moments that you definitely see in those like collages, they come up in this episode. This is where we see them. Plus, the challenge is Oprah. So you know that shit bops, you know, because it's Oprah. And then on the runway, Alexis says it wasn't best drag. I heard best drag. Because um, she can't Alexis hear. says it. Alexis says it was. What did you say it was? I don't remember. I wasn't listening to myself. I was half drunk when we first tried to record. Sexy. You said it was like bring your own costume. I think it was supposed to be their best drag. So um, I don't want to get too much into like the overview of the episode because that's not really what we're here for. So I'm just going to give you the bits and pieces. Okay, they do a mini challenge. It's about the Wizard of Oz and oh, it's to tell them that it's Oprah. So like they act like this. I I don't I live in a under a rock. So like mm. I really have never I don't know anything about any kind of pop culture really. Um, Again, interesting, but and yet you have opinions. Interesting. Continue. I don't need to know about things to have opinions on them. Okay. Well, and that's not how it works. It is. And so they were like, they asked them three questions. They asked them what Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz's last name is. They asked what some musician, what mu- what 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 member from some band got their their. Uh, their nickname from being a harpist huh? and then the third one and yeah, some dumb they shit. all seemed like just completely unrelated and then rupaul was like and now what do all of these have in common and everyone was like oprah and i was like fucking excuse me <laughs> like i have because ne- like i think the answers were like gail, gail harpo yeah and some but what the fuck does harpo have to do with anything i think that was the network or something that she was on what Oh no, but yeah, like they—they were like, "Oh my God, it's Oprah!" And I was just like, "Fucking how? <laughs> like, how is that?" I was so lost because I don't know anything about Oprah. That just fucked me up because I was just like, "I don't. How is this Oprah?" And then everyone was like, incredibly excited, which I honestly yeah. was a little surprised. I'm not even gonna lie. I was excited. I love 
when it's all, I, I don't know, I love a big challenge. Like, I love that it had three parts. You have to look like Oprah, and then you have to do the, the news as Oprah. No, 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 you, have you didn't have to product. look like Oprah. You had to create a look right. that create embodied that is, Oprah. Because that important. was Jade's um, misconception was that she needed right. to look like Oprah. And then yes. she had to remind us that she's light-skinned. And there's just no way she, being a light-skinned, being a, a lovely little light bright could ever look like the tar baby that is Oprah. <laughs> Jesus. And I was I was like Jesus. Like literally light skins can't go more than twenty minutes without mentioning if th- that they're light skinned. Like every time they, they don't mention it, they darken a half shade. So they are on that shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean we'll get to Jade. We'll get to Jade. Um but the the challenge was they had to report the news, uh, present a product, and interview two guests. And and this isn't a time where Tori Spelling was relevant to people's lives. Apparently, um, she had to show Tori and Dean. Okay, I'll take your word for it. They literally um, said it. That's the only reason I know. Yeah, I didn't gen- genuinely did not pay attention to that. I'll be honest. We really, I think I really like a multi-part, multi-faceted challenge where bitches got to do a lot of shit and like show that they're versatile and like put together. Like, I love that shit. Like, that's my shit. Um, so that, I mean, I was into the challenge. Chanel was also really into the challenge. We'll get more into it. But she, she said, quote, loves Oprah. quote, Cher and Oprah are God. Is that's what she so Oprah she she reemphasized several times that Oprah is God that yeah. I guess uh, Chanel used to be super fat and Oprah is the reason that she lost a bunch of weight because she like inspired her and, and Oprah is God which um, is like fine about the inspiration but definitely what, a lot with the God uh, yeah. yeah here's here's I I gotta bring it up now why Chanel so Chanel was like. I'm absolutely going to win because I'm hands down the biggest Oprah fan here. There's no way I can't. Like, you just can't even spell Oprah. Like, there's no way that I'm not going to win because Oprah is my God. Jesus. Every time, every episode, Chanel has been like, I absolutely am going to win. No way around it. I will be winning. And then she so sorry for doesn't. Else. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler she alert. Doesn't. Chanel does not win. She does not, and it's it's kind of funny. Not because I don't think she's talented. Like I think she's incredibly talented. It's just mm. there's something so funny when someone says something incredibly confidently, and then yeah. the full opposite happens. Like it's yeah. just it's peak comedy to me. Yeah. Oh my God, Chanel was the first delusional queen. Another tradition of drag race born. Fair. There we go. And you know what? She did. I think that hers is like a little funnier than some of the others. Because some of the other like later on in seasons, the delusional queendom is very like cutting to like maybe they're being a bitch or maybe they're just like thinking yeah, that like, their career it's, is it, better. It involves putting someone else down. Yeah. In, in the process. And Chanel doesn't have time to put anyone else down because she is so busy lifting herself up and just carrying herself everywhere because she's like oh my god i'm so perfect and beautiful and stunning and very rich like she doesn't have time to insult anyone else really so i I think that's why her delusion is uh more entertaining than grading yeah and also i loved that when suit came in and taught i mean you know we'll talk about that later 
we'll talk about, yeah. So, uh, they do the Oprah challenge and we'll talk about how each queen did with that. Um, they also did their runway and in general, uh, with the runway, it was like some random white dude was a judge, Merle Ginsburg, you know, uh, Anthony Skinny Neck and I think that was it, you know, the usual motherfuckers. And the white judge was, uh, trash. Oh, also, why don't they have drag queens judge drag race? Well, because they have Rue there. And Rue does not care about the opinion of any other drag queen. Jesus Christ. Like, literally, I I feel fairly confident that that actually plays into at least part of it. That she is just like, she does not want... Because, like, she's the drag queen at the table. So if there was another drag queen at that table, there would technically be some level of competition there. And she's not even going to entertain that at all. Damn. Even a little bit. So she's like, I'm just going to bring fucking Megan Trainer in here so she mm. can wear her ugly unicorn onesie and bring Santino Rice looking like an Shame. emaciated... What? <laughs> looking like an emaciated Jeff Bezos, which is Jesus hard. Christ. Fuck. Yeah, so, I mean, in general, it, just, it was, uh, I hate that I can't disagree with you. Like, there's no, I'm always right. there's no debate there. That's like, almost definitely it. So, I mean, like, nothing else really makes sense because Rue loves drag. Rue is friends with lots of drag queens. Yes. Like, she's legendary drag queens. Literally over a hundred queens on her show. Like, she has over a hundred queens at her disposal, at her disposal that for many of them, Rue was their launching, you know, the the launching pad for their career. So, like, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be hard for Rue to get them back on to guest judge. She has no reason to not have a drag queen as a guest judge Mm. besides not wanting. Like that that sort of comparison piece because if say a drag queen comes on there and just stunts like absolutely kills it, someone's gonna be like, "Rue, how are you gonna get one up? You know, staged upstage on your own show?" No, no like she you know, if the, slit their throat. Yeah, like so it's just like Live. that doesn't make sense. Like you know, it's one thing when the queens on stage kind of like upstage because like literally their purpose for being on stage is to go as big as humanly possible to impress Rue. So yes. they can kind of do a bigger, more extravagant look than Rue does because that's the point. But if someone came and was sitting on the same side as the table as Rue in something bigger, better, better, absolutely not. No, we would, yeah, we would see a murder live. You're right. And that's, you know what? My bad that I forgot that, honestly. Not your fault. Okay. You don't think as much as I do. I'm going to... My brain just is overclocked. Okay. So, that takes us into the actual... Uh, did you say you're fucking... Oh, I can't... What? Carry on niggas today. Goddamn. What? Our first queen is Bibi Zaharo Bonet. What did you think of Bibi this episode, Alexis? I mean, obviously she was fantastic. She really like she was very professional like i when they were comp uh santino complimented her ability her like reading ability on the teleprompter which i always find that very funny when the queens are complimented for their ability to read because i'm just like <laughs> you literally just think these bitches have like a fifth grade education when you're like and yeah. you read the words <laughs> fabulous Jesus. but um i i didn't disagree but i don't know how much of the footage they saw because 
I felt like I, I don't know if maybe we were just shown completely opposite ends of the footage where like because what we saw when BB was actually doing the challenge was that she was kind of stumbling a little bit with the words and then Santino yeah. was like oh you just read that like you've been you popped out reading a teleprompter so I'm, I'm a little confused on what they saw I, versus what we saw I think it uh, was but, in comparison to maybe because yeah because some of those bitches straight up did not know any of the words being said yeah. but I, I think she was super professional. I I always love hearing BB talk for an extended amount of time because I don't mm-hmm. think she really does mm-hmm. talk like extended for really a, like at all like in this yeah. season or when she comes back um, for later seasons. Spoiler like, she just doesn't really talk. You can't spoiler alert after the fact. Like she doesn't <laughs> really tend to talk for very long, and, and she has a very like. You can tell she would be upset if you called her black. Like, she has that kind of African vibe where, like, the way she talks, like, if I was like, yeah, because we black, she'd be like, "Mm mm-mm, you are black. No, 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 not black. If I called myself African-American, she would, like, stop me promptly and go, you are not African-American. Jesus. I am African-American. Jesus, give me You are a porch monkey. And I'd be like, you know what? You're right. (laughs) Like, yeah, I guess. Because that is the funniest thing in the world. Like, when you, if you call yourself African American in front of, like, most, like, just, like, Africans, they're yeah. just like, no, mm, 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 mm. no, you are not. You are not. You you are black. You are a nigger. <laughs> I am African. I am African American. Like, they are not about that God. shit. And it's always hilarious. Yeah. And Jesus. she just has a sort of, like, over-enunciation. Yes. When she talks. Mm-hmm. I am Bibi Zahara. Bonet. She yeah, it's very like she BB and Zahara Bonet stars in a musical starring her, but like it's not in an obvious way. Like she knows the cameras are there, she knows that there is an individual spotlight on her and that she is the only performer on the stage, and she doesn't need to make a big deal out of it. She just she can just stand there, she can just say a few words. She really did look great this episode. Yeah, I thought she I feel like she was kind of had maybe not the best look but i i feel like she she just was good like she just was very solid and consistent throughout all three of the challenges the, yeah. the newscasting the selling and then the interview she just delivers like she's yes. like here's what i'm giving you and you're gonna like it yeah absolutely and you do you do like it i thought she did really great i thought she yeah. looked beautiful she always does. She almost was an enabler of blackface, which I'm not about. But you know what? I do feel like she, she was probably was playing an the enabler. game with that. She did. She might have been playing the game with that. I mean, absolutely. But she did. She didn't. It did not stop because, like, it would have gone through. I just. But also, like, her runway was like the first. Like, I was so fun. Who in a later season someone's like I was the first bitch to walk back down the runway and then like literally Bibi Zahara Bonet this episode fucking walks down the runway in her like goes back does a reveal reveal. which is our first reveal of the of the series and yeah and then goes back down just to let you have it and she I don't know if that is the exact same wig that she again wears when she comes back for a later season but either she is just really good at taking care of a wig for many, many years, or she loves that style of wig so much that she had duplicates made. 
Yeah, that is the BB wig. Bruh, did you hear when, who, who, I don't know who said it, but somebody called her Shakira, Diana, Tina, the lion. And I was like. It was whoever the guest judge. No, 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 You said the guest judge was an Oprah impersonator. I do not remember her name, but she was what? on SNL. Oh yeah, she was cute. I she was liked one who said her. It. She was one who said it. I liked her. I did not like that white man they had up there. I don't know who the fuck he was. But yeah, that's BB's just, that's cute. Santino. No, the other white man they had that was a Ginsburg? guest judge. <laughs> Michelle Massage doesn't come in until like season three I'm or four. I'm going to actually kill you. I, fuck off. Okay. And so that's kind of, I mean, at the end of the episode, um, BB is the winner of the challenge because she is the only one who like read everything and like was good in the interview. She wins an old ass stereo that like, I personally I, I mean it wasn't ascended. old at the time yeah but you know it's gonna get old like immediately hey are you do you understand how time works you yeah. a, you absolute I wouldn't want to be gifted truck. something that could become so easily obsolete give me cold hard cash cash inflation out of style. inflation and give when the revolution cold. comes and until then bitch give me cold hard cash I'm gonna when have to guillotine my own friend. When Damn, the revolution come. When the revolution come. That's yeah, crazy. So I'm she... gonna guillotine my own friend. <laughs> Vivi won immunity. And I wonder if she still has she probably has it for like a keepsake, but like it's definitely disgusting now. No, it is not. It's pristine. The stereo? Oh, I, I Yeah. I know BB. Like BB is clean. You, oh, you I can know feel BB. it. I know she, she, there's no way she's not just like, she doesn't like she, it's pristine. Jesus. Okay. Well, sure. I mean, I think it's dusty, but. That's because you think everything is dirty all the time. And you think that that's just how people live is dirty. They do. People live in filth. Listen, Janae. What, Why so, do you keep turning? It's like you pivot to camera every 10 seconds and you're like, let me fucking read this bitch. Because. Because you constantly contradict yourself and you constantly accidentally show and your ass. I'm a so, dynamic human being Janae, and my ass is fucking incredible. Janae insists that my family is rich. And whenever whenever we I am like, give me the reasons. Like she one of her reasons was literally because your house was clean. She was no. like, People live in Yes, you said peop most people's houses are dirty. Like normal people live in dirty squalor. I did and not I, say no squalor. Yes, you did. I yes, did not you say squalor, ash. bitch. You did. You said dirty. You said, you said nasty. Like I did you were not basically say saying that peop the only people that can be rich, the you only people that can be clean are rich. No, I didn't. Bitch, I will I did. roll I have the, the clips. fucking tape. Roll the audio. Roll the audio. I'll put that shit right in here, bitch. Roll the audio. It is not average. <laughs> That's not what a normal average house is. Normal average houses look scummy, bitch. They look ugly. Your house is nice. <laughs> That's the poorest thing you've ever said to me. Normal. Normal houses' roofs are falling off. Normal houses have raccoons living in no, the I walls. Mean, they're fucking dirty. And That's they look. Not... No, okay, here's what I'll say. No. I cleaned houses for two years of my fucking life. More technically, but like professionally for two years of my fucking life. I saw a lot of fucking houses, bitch. Okay? And normal people don't have nice houses like that. <laughs> they do. 
You're like, normal people live in trailers. <laughs> okay, but... Normal people live out of RVs attached to 17-year-old pickup trucks. <laughs> Nigga, I'm just saying, like... Normal people live I'm under the interstate overpass. Because you've told me before on a non-recorded episode, you've said, oh, all of my friends were, like, wealthier or richer people, and so I just thought that was normal. Like, you're... No, to, I will admit, I do have a higher standard of living than most people. Hmm. That, like, Interesting. No, I wonder where you got it from. Maybe it was your nice-ass fucking not, house. No, no, no. no. You I'm have not. to have some like poor people feelings as a middle class person. <laughs> you you have to bit. not be able to shower for three days out of the week because you have to keep your water. You're fucking ma- exaggerating what I'm saying to make a joke, but I'm right. I here's because you are literally saying normal people live in dirt. <laughs> she is like. You're rich because you fucking have a broom and can no. sweep once a week. I'm gonna like. Kill you. That's you just sleep once a week. Anyway, I yes, of course. Was referring I sleep every to everything day. is filthy because I have fucking anxiety, bitch. So way to be fucking no, ableist. She's, she's literally just lying. Angina, who I don't know how to put in. I can't put enough magic into her name. Like, I love. I like. I genuinely like. I have. I want to just give her my little. I appreciate like, a little queen who's not afraid to play with proportions. Because, like, she she has now twice worn a sort of big, shapeless poof of a dress yes. that threatened to swallow her a little bit. Like, this one, I think, was was better than the Lufa yeah. dress that she had yeah. in terms well, of, like, uh, in terms of, like, not swallowing her as much. Yeah. But I, I, love, a, I love a little queen. I love me a, a nice little queen. She's so tiny, but she's so full of energy and like light and like love and like and when she, she has came down really that runway, nice thighs. No, I have not noticed her thighs, but when she came down that runway, bitch, she was strutting, nigga. Strutting. Uh, legs Girl like a racehorse. Her. A pygmy racehorse. That sounds racist. I think it might be, but I also think it just means little. I think pygmy means little, right? Like, I think I people use it to no. be racist. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it just means little, because there's pygmy goats. Bro, you sound like them niggas that's like, yes, if you say nigger in a See, mean way, no, 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 that's no. bad. So, anthropology sometimes uses it in a racist way, but pygmy just means little. Just means little. Like she a pig, because like literally, like I called her a pygmy, a, a, like a pygmy racehorse. I'm referring to the racehorse as a pygmy. Sure, I mean, I don't, I'm not invested in whether or not you, I already know you're a racist, so I don't really, Yeah. not invested Rightfully in that. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. So, I mean, Anjana had a great little runway. She was super, like, personable as Oprah. What the fuck? I thought she was, honestly, I'm not gonna lie, I thought she was a little, a little dry until the very end, when she made her cute little... How she said all angina all cute. Oh yeah, no. Oh, you were talking about the report. I was talking about the interview. I thought she had great personality in the interview. Oh, in the interview, yeah, yeah. yeah I think she was sparkling and witty, but she wasn't Oprah. And but so, but I I, I gave her top. See, two I for don't me. I don't know how much of. I I don't remember specifically if Rue said they need to like encapsulate. Well, I mean, I guess yeah. Encapsulate I guess I would extend. was the like exact word. I don't think that was right. 
I don't think that's right. I I think you're uh her her hair for sure wasn't right. That shit was fucking silky smooth. I mean, but uh, like the uh, so I actually because I I have to get the bootleg uh drag race. I actually had to watch the revealed version of this episode. And the revealed for that was apparently Anjana alleges that she only owns, I think, six wigs. Fair. So she probably, she had slim pickings. I don't know. Something could have been done. That's what I feel like in my heart. But, you know. So, Nina Flowers. I thought she looked really nice. I did not see businesswoman almost at all. I saw, like, incredibly... Like she might lose her license. No, might lose her license. Real estate agent. Like she's so she's some like. No one knows why they keep hiring her because she does not deliver exactly what they like. Even remotely, I'm like, I'd like a a two story Victorian, and she's like, here is a sprawling villa, with a fountain in the front, and they're like, no, that's not what I asked for. I'd like a wraparound deck. This is an outhouse. Do you like this? No. Mm-mm. But they still give her commission. So, Absolutely. But she's like right on the edge of losing her license. I think that it's very interesting that if, we, again, with the supercuts from Drag Race, they always put in that, for season one, they put in that clip of Nina like, I it looks great like where she like leans rhythmically and stops and says blow and like oh, yeah. they always put that in in the episode in the context of the episode everyone was like okay gross get out of here like no no they thought uh, you literally were not watching because Rue laughed and thought it was cute yeah but like nothing I'm sorry I'm talking about her overall performance sorry I'm this is why I went to college for communications because I don't know how to do it and that's why she doesn't have the degree yet, so. I have a fucking degree. You do not have that degree. I literally Where do. is it hung up? Where is your degree hung up? Mm, it's not because you don't On have it. On the internet. She don't got a degree, yo. Because I can tell you exactly. Mine is in the hall between my bedroom okay, and I'm my bathroom. Okay, I'm sorry that I'm fucking, I'm not fucking bougie. And, like, I don't have the, like. Bitch, they literally just mailed it to me. I didn't have to request. They mailed it to me. Okay, I got it within three weeks. Okay, sorry that I don't have an address. Of- like, fuck off. You Bitch, don't fucking you had know. An apart- you had an apartment before I did. And? This they was sending the restaurants how- and shit to that motherfucker. I wouldn't stay in there. This is how she gets around the fact that she does not have a degree. She I is lying. Fuck. She does not have a degree. You know what, bitch? You don't you you know what? You know what? I ha- I do have a degree and I have it hanging up on my wall to prove it frame, but uh, you know, I don't need to walk around proving things, okay? Because I have, you can't. I literally I literally have the receipts. I literally mm. have they mm. I'm going to kill you. Okay. Nina was super cute. Why don't you print them out and frame them? Oh, my God. Because she did bad because she never heard of Oprah, kind of. Yeah, she literally was like, I have never watched Oprah. I don't really know who she is. (laughs) And and, uh, Chanel, I'm sure, was Had a conniption. Yeah, and her runway, though. Good God, I loved her runway. See, that, see I, rem- I had made a comment that Nina's entrance look was very quintessential Nina to me. Mm-hmm. And I think like that is, 
that is kind of her thing is yeah. sort of like a jumpsuit with a corset, like something that is very like vacuum sealed to her body with a yes. nice cinched corset outside. Yes. What her outfit on this one made me think of, it was very, if you mix like seventies with mm. those geisha kimonos, like a seventies kind of jumpsuit with a geisha kimono. And like, I think it was like this vomit yellow. It was, was blue. I don't think so. It was blue girl. Doesn't sound like it. It was. I'll post a picture. But so, I thought it was. I thought it was cute. Maybe it was, it was cute. I thought that it perfectly epitomized whatever. Uh, epitomized would not be right. It was the epitome of. Mm, I don't because I'm almost positive epitomize is not a word. Google it. I, I am. Think that it perfectly encapsulates. Wow, it does to be a perfect example of Ow! give a summary of a written work. Bitch, I read, okay? No, um sense. Yeah, I think it perfectly epitomized like what I love about a Nina Flowers look is that she blends and cuts cuts up and puts back to cuts up and puts back together the definitions of soft and severe and fucking blends that shit together and lays it on top and like it's so good together like this soft blonde wig and like her makeup will be really soft but it'll also be fucking hard like fucking carved and cut i love that shit she's incredible because she blends incredibly well is the thing Mm. which i think like that very soft super like diffuse blending style was not super common back then so i think it definitely made her look a lot even softer by comparison yeah just because, like, she really, like, has that nice gradient with all of her blending. She looks great. She looks beautiful. Um, also, somebody on that fucking panel said BB was the only one with it factor. And I was like, Nina's right there. Like, she's standing right there. Like, what the but fuck to is me, I, I will say, though, BB has just this radiant presence. Like, yeah. I feel like... When BB is just existing, like you can't, like you're just kind of like, yeah, she's, yeah, like when BB, you're just like, yeah, she's gonna do great because of course she's gonna do great in this. Like, yeah, she's gonna do great. Look yeah. at her. Yeah, look at her. Like, just I give mean, her the money. I mean, absolutely, but like Nina is an icon and she does have the it factor. So I just wanna, everyone, to jot that down. I just think that BB's is so incredibly powerful that it kind of, it's like if you have a super bright light, even if like every candle around, no matter how bright it's burning, is going to be kind of washed out when you have just like a fucking mag light going right next to it. And I think that's what it was. It's just BB is like incredibly a very strong performer and just well-rounded, just does it. Oh, she was safe and in the middle, which is irrelevant, but I'm mentioning it. Rebecca Glasscock. Don't remember. Yeah, she was the one who was like, you know what? I'm going to sew an Oprah outfit. And it's uh, just like she was like, I literally got an idea and I sat down and I made it and I finished it just in time. It was just a fucking brown dress. Yeah. Like she acted yeah. like it was like groundbreaking. Yeah, because like, the queens, when they were tasked with their looks, they were given the option of either choosing from an array of, of pieces that were provided, from picking from their own, like, 
you know, cachet of clothing, or they could create a, a look all new from scratch. Yeah. And most of the queens chose... I think most of the queens picked something that was provided. Two or three, Chanel being one of them. I'm pretty sure Chanel picked something that she had brought. I can't imagine yes. that that was something that they were going to provide. And and then uh, Rebecca was the only one who decided to uh, fabricate her own. Did we already talk about Chanel? I- Mm-mm. Okay. Not discreetly. <laughs> okay. Um, so with Rebecca, I, this is another callback, call forward to like later seasons. Rebecca says something about like big jewels cover a lack of talent, which is something that comes up a lot in drag races. Like when a bitch is like, when another bitch got some bling, niggas is like, oh, what Kimora Black saying, like stoning is for ugly girls. Or like, why I don't know why that's a thing in Drag Race, especially because then y'all turn around the next day and wearing stones and wearing big jewelry. Yeah, like that is so confusing to me. Like I I can't think of a single drag queen that I've never seen in something that is just like ostentatious. So yeah. when they they kind of call that out when they're like, yeah, if you don't have talent, then you're gonna stone those tights. And I'm like, I don't know if that's right. <laughs> and they, like, there's always a bit like ev- at least every three seasons, there's a bitch like that. It's so funny. I just, I think you're, okay. Pot, kettle, you are the pot and the kettle. I, I thought that she blended into the background in the challenge. Like, she seemed like a newswoman, but not one I liked, like, that I would Actually, like to watch. I think Tori Spelling or whatever said that she particularly liked her because I think she made a comment about how Rebecca had, like, kind of leaned forward and was like. Yeah, because she put her yeah, what hand on her chin. Like, she was like, she listened to me, which is like, she's, what was it? Um, I think they were asking about her, like, they did mention the chin thing, but also, like, when they were asked to, like, describe her more, they were just, like, pretty. And he was, like, she was, Tori was, like, pretty, and then that dude was, like, pretty, and they were both, like, pretty. Like, they were, like, that was all I they mean, had. yeah, that's, for me, that that's really all I kind of think when I think of her back then. I'm just like, she's pretty, yeah, she looks good. Yeah, I mean, and that's, you know, that's what people have sometimes. She said Chanel is her comp, her biggest competition. And the fact that Chanel, I, Chanel is over there, like, not being anybody's competition. And then also, you're over here not being anybody's competition. So I, and you're on completely different separate planes. So I feel like they're participating in a group delusion right there. Fair. Like, um, it just, okay, but just, I picture Rebecca's outfit and, like, her in the newsstand and then picture Chanel and tell me how those two things line up to compete against each other in any way. Like, (laughs) are we, so, Chanel brought her own, she used her own outfit because she had, as we've mentioned before, she had $25,000 of labels, buckles, like, of course she was going to use her own outfit. Absolutely. And she chose what is a very quintessential kind of Chanel moment with this this huge, I, I think I, I described it previously as almost a Marcel wave of a collar where it's that quaffed up and then ruffle, ruffle, ruffle down. This Christmas, bright Christmas red with these huge gold buttons going down the front and had, like, I her... Her hair, she had an updo, 
And I believe she wore it previously or if i've maybe i've just seen her in an outside look with that but she looked just like she she just looked like chanel like nothing about that even remotely touched on oprah and her her justification for it she said oh this is something a little more couture this is something that oprah would wear on the runway and i was like it's not but we're not talking about that like hello we're not talking about like a special occasion oprah we're talking about Oprah oprah as a career woman yeah and I and just thought, it, Rue said, what did he say? He said very specifically, I trust your interpretation, which to me sounds very clearly like, stop and turn around. He said, I trust But I your- also, like, I think saying specifically, trust, I trust your interpretation is her saying, this is, you're interpreting it this way. Yeah. I trust, and I... I know that I can't stop you from doing that, and there's no way I'm talking you down from it. So I'm just going to go ahead and concede. Because I don't think... I think even if Rue had said very explicitly, you should do something else, that Chanel would be like, I don't... I don't think so. And would just then turn around. (laughs) The judges are just challenging me because they want it to be more difficult for me to win. Because they know that I'm going to win, but they don't want me to be that standout of a winner because they don't want the other girls to feel bad about themselves by comparison (laughs) of how good I am. So instead, I'm going to continue on my track. Because there's no way that the constructive criticism being provided to me is actually constructive they're just protecting the other gals. I love how when we talk about Rebecca, it is impossible to stay on her as a topic because there is nothing to talk about. Um, the only really thing that I want to point out is that she was J-Lo on that runway. It wasn't exciting, but she was J-Lo. No, that's what I was saying. It's like, I, I think I had made a comment of this. Google Images was actually invented... Uh, because of that J-Lo, the J-Lo outfit that I, I don't know, know if she was specifically trying to reference that outfit, but it was very reminiscent of it. Yeah. And the makeup and the hair. All very J-Lo. To me. And yeah, she's really pretty. And everyone said she was poised, which BB is also poised, but with a personality. So yeah, she was, she was safe and she was high. And Rebecca Glasscock, bye-bye. <laughs> Jade, our light-skinned queen. What is it for light-skinned girls? The documentary. Uh, when when the episode opens, everyone's talking about how they're sad about Tammy leaving, and it was so funny because Jade is talking about like how Tammy worked harder than everybody else on their team, and if you remember, we we strongly discussed how Jade during the episode, noticed that uh, Tammy was being treated badly and just kind of stood back and was like, they shouldn't do that. Yeah, it made the cut. Oh my god, I wish you guys would, like, Chad, stop stop calling him the F slur. It's not nice. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) I wish he wouldn't call I wish he wouldn't call you that. Like, you're my best friend and I wish (laughs) he would stop calling you that. Jesus. It's just so wrong. Well, Rebecca, what if you actually said, like, told him not to do- Jade. I just wish he would stop. <laughs> yeah, it was just very, she was very, like, in it, but, like, very, like, I'm so devastated by this injustice. 
Uh, and uh, then Rue comes in and gives them the challenge, and Jade's uh, mind says blackface. This is a blackface challenge. Because, again, she is so incredibly light-skinned. Because she, she, her interpretation that we trust is that she needed to look like Oprah. Because she was like, well, BB's going to win because BB looks like Oprah. Just, and we was like, well, that's just not how that works. Like, they, they could never, they would never do a challenge based on actual one-to-one likeness. Because what the fuck are you talking? What? What are you talking um, about? But she was like, well, I'm so light and just clean and beautiful and perfect Jesus. that this actual tar dipped okay. monstrosity Jesus i could never Christ. the imp you know that's what she was implying and so she was like you know what i have some foundation that's a little so i'm gonna go to bb the negress and get her get some of her dark dirty powder so i can <laughs> so darken dumb. up darken up my beautiful perfect light visage and BB, the reason I think BB was trying to play the game was because BB was like poised in that chair in a way that she was like, "All right, girl, let <laughs> me take, here you go, take that powder." Because BB was gonna give her that powder, and like it is not. I don't because I do Aiding think Jade might have a little. Like I think she has like a little nigga, but like I think she's one of those like where Dominicans refuse to accept that they're Hello? black, but they're like no, no, no. Like, and I think it might be like how I'm. And it's different, but how I'm like one eighth white, I think it's one of those kind of things where she's like tangentially black. Um, a Noel Miller situation, if you will. Yeah, she's the Noel Miller of drag. What? And I, I, so one could argue that it's not blackface because she's maybe possibly could be black at some point. But she was straight up. My, my bitch wanted to do blackface. She's yeah, ready. She's, she actually had, had started her mug doing the darker look, and I was like, ooh, 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 sis. <laughs> and luckily, someone convinced her. She's like, you don't need to. No, no one. You don't need to look her. like Oprah. They no, someone said laughing like, in her face. No, they did not. She, yeah. I was like, you. It's not a. You don't need to look like Oprah. And she was like, I don't. Yeah, but before that, they Rebecca and Chanel just started cackling at her. Like it they were like, Oh my god, bitch. And she was like, What? And then Chanel explained it to her. Cause she looked like a Mollywog. It was so funny. You know what? I just realized I've been calling them Mollywogs for a long time. They're gollywogs. What? F- they're gollywogs. This uh Actually, no, I think I'm right. I think it is Molly Wog. What are you talking about? You know, those those black dolls where it's, uh, you know, I'm right. It is Molly Wog. Where it's like the, the skin is completely black and they have those huge round red lips and bright mm-hmm. white eyes. And that's what black mm-hmm. people look like. The, uh, uh, that just sounds like a racist caricature. Like I've seen paintings yeah, of Molly racist Wog. characters like that, but I've never seen it. And doll. that's called, that specific character is a Molly Wog. Jesus, Lord, I need you to be a fence. God, you have to come and intervene. Lord, but, like she, like she looked dirty, but I was just like, sis, you can't just do blackface on live TV. And I mean, it didn't stop Sarah Silverman, but didn't she spit in her baby's mouth to feed him? Fucking hello. Like, didn't she do the baby bird thing where she chewed the food and spit it into the baby's mouth? And that's how she fed I must be breaking up and, and missing a whole uh, rationale section in between that sentence. I'm going to Google it. Well, my shit is fucked up, so I can't really. Uh... Damn, she can't even afford internet. No, it's baby bird feeding. Okay. 
Yeah. She says, oh, one of the headlines, Sarah Silverman, only apologize if you feel remorse. She won't apologize just because you're offended. Man, I hate comedians. Just blanket, blanket statement. Yeah, like, there's not really good comedians. They're all bad. (laughs) Work. Well, now I have to, I'm going to have to cut, like, half of just me, like, Googling in silence. In her latest... Okay, so she doesn't... Wait, did I make this up? Somebody... No, like, somebody famous did that, but I guess it wasn't her. So good for her. She did do blackface, though. Well... Like, full, like, actual, like, black paint blackface. Okay, I'm Googling it. Oh, God, I'm gonna want to kill myself. Blackface. Oh, Jesus. And she put on a fucking handkerchief. Mm -hmm. And she overlined her lips. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Girl, that's not overlining. She's literally... That's a mollywog. No, yeah. Like... uh, Well, oh, God. It was a sketch. So this wasn't even just... This wasn't one of those things where they're like, I was just at a college party and, like, the theme was pimps and hoes and everyone knows that pimps are niggers. No, like, this one... That had to go through, like, several stages of development where no one was like, hey, should we maybe not do this? This is the devil. Like, that's gonna fucking come into your house at night and steal your fucking soul. Jesus. She doesn't. Anyway. She's talking about how she has depression. Jade did blackface. Yeah, Jade did blackface. um, Iconic, legendary. Um, She was Cinderella on the wedding night on the runway, is what I feel like. Uh, I don't remember her look. It was like blue lingerie that was very floaty, but her tuck was Oh, yeah, because they said she had a fat, a fat puss. Yeah. Which, and she here's saying, the thing. That is literally just what my pussy looks like. So I was kind of insulted that they were like, oh, my God, girl, why, why, why don't you get a little bit of a tuck? Hit that shit with a little duct tape, sis. How are you going to run? A, you're, you're supposed to be giving us the illusion of a woman, and you're going to come out with a media attack like that? Oh, oh, baby girl, no. That's literally just what my pussy looks like. Like, I, like... Some of us just have fat pussies. Like, I have... This is um, definitely a TMI story. Uh, If you're uncomfortable with sex stuff... I don't know, skip forward like two minutes or something. Two minutes? My stories take a long time. Go I I was fucking with this this, uh, white British dude in Chicago for a little bit. And I went to... Not in Chicago, in in, uh, Cincinnati. That ass he did talk about beans and toast. That shit was funny. Like, he was telling me about, like, British food, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, he was like, your bag beans is toasty. Like, oh, fucking beans is supposed to. I'm like, oh, my God. And, and then he's like, and what, why your tomato sauce tastes like that? It's not supposed beans. But Jesus. so I, I was, I wanted to get finger blasted because I deserved it. And when he, like, took my panties off, he literally, like, w- like, his eyes, like, sparkled like just like a kid at christmas getting their first like that's not a good comparison yes it is because unwrapping my pussy is like a present and it just it's good but he literally went 
It's so it's so fat in his fucking Harry Potter ass <laughs> accent. And I was like, All right. fat. you can see it from the back. Like you can it's fat. Like my if my to anybody out there, future sexual partners, if they're if you're out there, um it is it's exceptionally fat. Work. Like to the like it has caused problems with insertion because they have to like part that shit like the red sea. Jesus like you Christ. can't just go like it is an active it's an extra step to fuck me. Like you can't just get in there. <laughs> like you have to like go one like they take binder clips and each distinct discrete <laughs> lip is like pinned Jesus. to the inside of my thigh. I'm gonna I It's a fat I... fat puss. And I, here's the thing. I thought, I was like, you know what? I, maybe I just got a fat pussy and I've gained more weight. But then I remembered in uh, fifth, sixth grade, I was friends with this girl, this little light-skinned, uh, half-white girl. And we were, for some reason, it was cool to, like, walk around with your pants unzipped where, like, the front of your underwear was out. And we were, like, doing that. Don't worry about it. And we were doing that. And she, like, looked at my puss and she was like, why is your thing so big? Wow. So I've all, I've been sporting fat pussy from the like from day one, you know me. Like cuz like that's back when I was like 120 pounds. So like it's just fat. Like I just have a very fat pussy and I always have probably always will. Good for you. Glad you're blessed. I love um you know, standing legends and icons. So I'm glad I know you. And I'm glad I watched Drag Race. Uh, speaking of Drag Race, Chanel is our next queen, who we cannot seem to go, we cannot seem to not talk about Chanel before her segment. Like everybody else, they don't have to be Because mentioned. Chanel refuses to just stay in her own kind of bubble. Like everybody else kind of has their moment in the episode mm-hmm. where they're like, we're going to talk about you, then we're going to talk about you. Chanel's like, I, this is me. <laughs> and then this is also me. Like she, li- like people will be having their own conversation over here. They're like, I don't know. I just really wasn't a fan of Oprah growing up. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, I love Oprah. <laughs> oh God, Chanel, where did you come from? Chanel, this is my car. How did you get in here? <laughs> the doors are locked. Chanel, uh, what? You say Oprah three times. She appears. Also, I love. Mm-hmm. Did. Okay, I put in quotes, so I'm not, I think that she said, I think this is a quote, I think she really did say this, because I put it in quotes. Um, It says, in the interview, she, like, they cut to her and she says, ugh, I'm killing it. No, she does. She does say that. She does say that. I do remember. She does say that. She was not killing it, by the way. She She was not. She, that interview was a fucking train wreck, dog. Like, I, I love Chanel. I think she's precious and funny and like literally the funniest person who's ever like walked face the planet and she doesn't even know that she's hilarious fully but like the interview was essentially just chanel asking questions and i know you're like well that's an no 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 (laughs) i mean she said hi tori spelling so this is is, is, and then how was mother was everything you planned or did you plan anything did you understand what's gonna happen like what are your opinions on that what are, you know what let me let me rephrase the question like she literally was just asking her question after question like tori was like i don't wait okay hi i'm tori's i'm tori's <laughs> like she it was not good and she was just like oh god i'm just in it right now i'm just doing it god in it's my so element. good 
Oprah, how this ass take, boy? Coming for <laughs> your neck. Like, it was so funny how, like, she is just delusionally, unshakably confident. It's, I feel like it's almost like she's so pumped up and confident about it that she just, maybe she is, I think she's capable of it. She just forgets to actually do it because she's so busy being confident about it. Yeah, but, like, that's the thing is when you think, like, when you are too, if you just think that you are talented and good at something because you are you, then you don't feel the need to put any effort into doing it. Because you're like, well, if I'm doing it, then I'm doing it well, rather than going, I'm going to do this thing and put the effort and the work into doing it well. And that's where you like, you got to have that balance of confidence and and humility because the confidence of like, I am confident that I can do this and that I can do this well. And now I'm going to put the effort into doing it well. And I think she skips that part where she's just like, I know I'm going to be good at this. And that's it. Like she just ends it there. And then it's like, and now let's go do it because in my doing it, I will do it well because I am doing it. Not because I'm putting effort into doing it, but because I am doing it, it will be good. It's me. Jesus. I mean, Rue tries to kind of pop, like, again, like, with the with the workroom visits, Rue tries to press on the bubble and get it to pop, but, like, her bubble is unpoppable, so she's just, like, so confused because she doesn't do well on the run. Like, the runway was amazing, but not the judging. I did think her little arm things were weird. Weren't like, they snakes? They were snakes. No, I didn't think they were snakes because a flashlight fell out of one of them. Huh? Huh? Yeah, like, I have no idea what her hand warmer things were. Like, they were very odd. I like So, them. Chanel's runway look was, was a, a kind of a uh, Sci-fi? Medusa sort of vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, she had the huge titty plates with snakes wrapped around the nipples, a huge column, like, beehive made of snakes. Yes. You know, beautiful mug as as always. Um, here's the thing: I did not. I am not in love with the look. Really? I want to be. But the reason I don't like it is because I am very picky about maxi skirt length. Like I, hers just barely, 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 barely touched the floor. If anything, it was maybe like half an inch off the floor. And my thing with maxi skirts is I will only accept one that does not hit the floor if it is a hobble. Like, I like a good hobble skirt that is, like, right below, like, right above the ground. But I'm, like, if it's flowing, I want it, like, 16 feet of fabric in every direction. And so I was just a little disappointed that there wasn't more fabric on the skirt. Okay, Michelle fucking Visage. Fucking skirt links in this bitch. I I really, like, I love a lot of fabric. Because, like, I'm I'm very much a silhouette and, like how an outfit looks when it moves so like i love a lot of fabric mm. i mean i love a lot of fabric too but i definitely don't i didn't notice the skirt length at all all i was looking at was concept i was just looking at an execution like honestly like just to me i was getting like sci-fi medusa like descending from her spaceship to like fucking infiltrate this runway and i thought that conceptually like even when they did the um i haven't seen someone do that mix of myth and sci-fi and like make it really like artistic i don't think i've seen that kind i have of no idea where you're getting i literally have no idea where you're getting sci-fi from it just felt like sci-fi to me it like reminded me of watching like star know trek what sci-fi is yeah a like it reminded beauty. me of like when you watch star trek and it shows like alien species and shit i guess like the, it reminded me of like 
one of those imaginings of a different species. Um, so that's kind of what I mean by sci-fi. I want nothing more than to bust into my freezer and eat the entire box of the chicken and cheese taquitos I have. So bad. The point is, Chanel's runway looks good. Um, and all, and I, I think that it's really unique. But at the judging... They they called her too flawless, which was weird. Um, and they, I mean, I know what they meant by it, but I don't like that. I don't love that criticism of queens because it's vague. Like I need See, them to because, like, more. here's the thing: when I when I hear them say too flawless, I think that they're saying you are incredibly polished, but you don't step out of a very specific realm. Yeah, because you ref- like. Because they've had queens that they've just called flawless. And flawless is you do things with excellence and poise and grace and you do everything very well. And you do, you're, it's varied. Whereas Chanel is kind of like, I know what I can do incredibly well and I'm just going to do that. Like Chanel only does Chanel. Yeah. And I I think that's kind of what they meant by too flawless. Not, not necessarily that it's too flawless, that you are unable to be flawed because you refuse to do anything that you could potentially fail at. And it's like, I wish they would say things like, I wish they would say things. Like, I hate when they just do these, like, little They have a very limited vocabulary. (laughs) Also, getting clocked for perfection, first queen to get clocked for perfection. Chanel, first queen to get clocked for perfection, another long-running tradition in RuPaul's Drag Race. There's always one, there's almost every single season there is a queen that they're like, but we just want to see you a little rougher around the edges. And then they roughen the edges. They're like, could you clean it up? And I'm just like, girl. <laughs> you look really just, un- it looks unprofessional. Bruh. You look dirty. This is why I hate that white man. He didn't like Chanel's look because he thought it was slutty. Oh, yeah, I remember he was like, oh, it's just a little too slutty what for me. What the fuck? And I was like, shut up, Santino. That like, wasn't Santino. I- that was some other bitch. No, that was Santino. No, it wasn't. It was that white dude with the... He was an older white dude with white hair and a beard. No, Santino. It wasn't Santino. It was that other fucking judge, and I hated him. And I was like, who the fuck are you? Get the fuck out. First of all, first of all, you can't really be too slutty. You can't do that. That's not really mm, possible. And second of all, slutty is fashion. And she... Third of all, she looked incredible... And the sluttiness made it better. Titties out. Belly out. She looked cute. And you you know what? I think he was just fucking mad about it. I think he was fucking mad that he's ugly. See, and I didn't even see where it was coming from the too slutty part. Because, like, uh, like, bearing a midriff, normal. And, like, the t- I, I just, I didn't, I didn't yeah. get the criticism, like, at all. Like, if he, I don't, I don't know, I didn't get the criticism at all. Yeah, it, it just, it was, like, such a maybe weird thing Maybe it was because the nipples, the nipples might have been a little bit out on the breastplate. Maybe that was it. That would be more a criticism about presentation. Like, he just has some weird fucking, who, it's 2019, who hates sluts? What's wrong with you? For, do you understand how time works? This was recorded in, like, 2008. Oh, yeah. No, I don't understand how time works. Linear time is a fucking lie. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Time is the, is like the ocean. It comes in waves. Linear time right, we're is done something talking about this. we made up. Anyway, and it's so horrible. So Chanel, she had her little headdress on, they and they were like, "Oh, you're so, you're so perfect." Chanel ends up in the bottom. Mm-hmm. 
I would have argued for Jade to have been in the bottom. Like, I thought that... I I think she keeps avoiding the bottom because they don't remember that she's there. (laughs) But to be fair, Jade... I I don't think Jade did poorly in their view. I think she was just one of those kind of middle of the road kind of interview. But Chanel's was just bad. Yeah, Chanel's, like Chanel's was interview bad, was just but Chanel's runway was good bad. and they actively hated it. See, but Jade's. Chanel, here's the thing. Chanel's quote unquote Oprah look was in no way channeling Oprah and Neither her was interview Jade's. was just explicitly bad. So she, like, those are two big, like one, she messed up one third at least yeah. of the challenge yeah. like of the of one the parts even. of the challenge and then yeah well then that would be two fourths which would be half no 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 she messed up one fourth because of the whatever continue so it, it's yeah I, I i think it does make sense for chanel to have been in the bottom based on the the episode holistically yeah i mean i guess i just see to me I think you're right that it is the interview that puts it over the top, but I definitely think that Jade's Oprah outfit was just as much of a crime, if not more, than Chanel's. I do not say I Oprah no because I do still think it was out? that night. That's that. Oh yeah, she did. Ha- I do. I forgot that she did have her belly out. That's not your. That's in on what planet? So that was just. I would have argued for Jade, but it gave us an iconic moment. So, you know, we'll let it... We are not at the lip sync yet, but I mean, yeah, we'll get there. Who she was lip syncing against, you might ask. Well, that was Akasha. Akashi. Akasha. Yes. Third time in Mm. the bottom. Three for three. Mm -hmm. Not looking good for you, sis. And on the third episode... as bad as Chanel's interview was. Yeah, gosh, she was a train Yeah. So. And she was so her, confident, the, Their too. biggest, their first criticism was like, girl, you didn't even stand up to greet your guests. Yeah. Like, you always, like. <laughs> she received even them for, like she was the queen. Yeah, no, she stayed sat with her legs crossed at the ankle. And she, like, they walked in and they had to, like, bend down to shake her <laughs> hand. And she was like, sit, sit. <laughs> She was very like, she was like, and this is the way it's supposed to be because I'm that bit. For me, the very, very actual favorite part of the interview was the end where she ma- she was like, well, say goodbye to everyone. <laughs> like, I don't know why that <laughs> sent me. Like, it was so fun. She's like, because she, she like gestures to the camera. She's like, say, say goodbye. <gasps> and they were like, bye? <laughs> what? Jesus. Fuck, she really... And then when she, they're getting up and leaving, she stands up, turns around, and just bends over at a 90-degree angle and shows her rock-hard ass. And it was, like, incredible. Like, I was, I had no idea why she did I still don't know why she did that. Because they were leaving. So I'm not sure. Because she was kind of, like, straightening a pillow. And I'm like, well, they're gone now. The interview's done now. I was incredibly confused. It was, that interview was top to bottom toe up from the flow up as they say as my mama would say it was real bad and she likes chanel not interesting because chanel's been like that the whole time but for akasha this is kind of not her first time being like super confident but she was just i couldn't believe that she could not see how badly it was going 
Yeah. Like, Chanel's, I understood why she couldn't see how badly it was going, because she was talking the whole time. So, like, of course she doesn't see how badly it's going. She's doing a monologue. Like, she's not focused on anything else. But Akasha was in the moment. She was in the moment. She was there. She was listening. She was... So how did she not see it? Jesus. Please. I have no idea. It was... It was good. It was really, really good. Yeah, good TV. Uh, I do not really remember her look. Sure don't. Very much. I think it was very basic, kind of. Oh! Um, her runway... What? I remember it because I remember the moment. No, I, I rem- no I'm not talking about her runway, her Oprah look. Oh, it was a fucking plaid blazer with a, with a yellow miniskirt. Like a yellow, almost knee-length pencil skirt type deal. And, like, the plaid blazer thing had, like, shoulder pads. And she had, like, a... a, Love a good shoulder pad. And she had, like, kind of a shoulder-length wig on. I do remember the wig because I was like, girl, that looks like the the day, your first day of your relaxer when your hair just has no body. It was very that. Jesus. Yeah, I... Akasha was, I mean, I memorable this episode for sure. She, her runway, yeah, she wanted, I think that um, I read that she regretted that being that last runway she did um, because, you know, she, she regretted wearing that dress, but the whole reason she wore it, according to what I read, was that she wanted to show the judges she could do classy because they'd only seen her do slutty. So she was trying to be mm. elegant. It was ugly. And it was br- it was a brown dress. It looked like a couch. Well, I I wouldn't have said that, but okay. Um she fell on the runway and it is on one of the best recoveries anyone's ever seen. You've seen the clip. We don't have to go all into it, but that's the only reason I remember the dress because the dress is very boring, but the only reason I remember it is because you remember the clip of her trip, fall, spin, she's back. Honestly, I was so upset that that did not get more of like a gag cuz like I like if you're going to fall, do it that's how you fall. Absolutely. Apparently, so again, I had the un, the uh, revealed version mm-hmm. and she apparently is the only queen to ever trip on stage, but I think that that was published before cuz no, there was a no they said trip on the runway. There yeah. has been a queen who has tripped on stage, but I can't recall a queen tripping on the yeah. runway specifically. The only there's a rollerblade runway where student where queens trip, but that's not tripping really because they're literally on fucking rollerblades. And they didn't fall, but they also didn't fall. They like kind of stumbled. Yeah, yeah. She was the only one to do it, and she did it Never well. Bust full bust ass on the runway. Runway bust down, Kashiana. I've never heard that song. You said um, earlier in our show that you believe, and I hate to bust on her because I mean, you know, this is, but you said that you thought it was the camera uh, with the eyeshadow, but I got a good look this episode and I- truly, Yeah, no, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. When she was backstage leaving, that is just how I think. I do think that it is enhanced by it because I can't believe that they wouldn't call it out. Yeah. Like, I think it's one of those things where, like, have you ever put on makeup and once you get into a different lighting, you're yep. like, ooh. Like, I think it's one of those things where, like, in the lighting there, yeah, it probably maybe looks fine. 
but something about the camera when it translates holy shit it looks like she literally took a stick of elmer's glue and just rubbed it under her eye like her her eyebrow like it is egregious and i'm so confused how it was never brought up but it has to be because it's not like visible in person yeah i mean it didn't look like it was blended at all though like that's what i'm saying like i think that was where she blocked out her eyebrow perhaps how would it still be fucking bright white? What? Okay, that don't. Okay, that don't. I mean, if she's using me, but if she's using like not oatmeal, uh, Elma's glue. Yo, when they were judging her, they said tragic again. They really said tragic. They didn't have to keep doing it to her. They had to say all that. They really don't. Like they could fix. They could pick a different word. They could. And actually, like, there's something because, like, tragic isn't honestly that harsh, but there's something about when you use tragic specifically to refer to someone's appearance that is just like, yeah. Because when you talk about something being tragic, being a tragedy, it's it it harkens a very specific image. So when you were like, when I look at you, I think of a tragedy. Like that's like, Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, no. like damn, like that, and. I- you always know, so Chanel and Akash are the bottom two. They are the queens that are lip syncing. You always know which queen is going to go home because they will earlier in the, like with Victoria Porkchop Parker, they talked about her being gay bashed. Um, and with Tammy, she kind of talked about like being bullied a little bit when she was younger. With Akasha, she talked about how she got kicked out at 17 for being gay, which, mm-hmm. I mean, on all of the, all the queens have a story, you know, and have something that brought them there, which, and I definitely, hearing that story brought me more of like, okay, this is why her personality is the way it is in some ways. So I wanted to mention that just to like, this is the drag queen side and this is the person side almost. I mean, obviously drag queens are people it's just like the non-exaggerated part of her life is like still relevant i don't know yeah so the lip sync it was uh honestly so here's a this is a relevant criticism i when they were criticizing relevant relevant. when they were criticized when they were criticizing chanel they specifically were saying you are not vulnerable like we would like to see vulnerability Mm -hmm. when they zoomed in her on her face she looked up kind of smirked in that moment she decided what she was going to do in that lip sync and i believe that wholeheartedly i fully believe that the stunt that she pulled that the accident the moment Mm -hmm. of vulnerability that that was orchestrated i refuse to believe otherwise i mean I, I definitely think there's no way you're wearing that headdress and you don't know that it's going to fall when you jump. Like, yeah. you can feel the... If you're wearing something huge on your head, you can feel the balance of it. Because, like, the way that she, like, jumped, also she kind of leaned forward before, like, just a touch yeah. before it started to fall. Like, <gasps> I think messy. she was like, I know what I'm going to do. Like, there's no there's no way that she didn't work. No. I've never thought about it from that perspective. It doesn't change the fucking impact because it was a huge headdress. It does for me. For me, it doesn't because it's still the moment. First of all, this is the first good lip sync, in my opinion, because it's Whitney. Mm. So it's this big moment in the song and this headdress is fucking huge. So to me, I mean, just like everybody else who watches it, the cinematic impact of it is still there. Like, that's just 
I mean, and it could also just be that she was like, fuck it, you know, and maybe not necessarily. I mean, it could be a little bit of both. It was like, fuck it. And also I plan to say fuck it. No, she knew what she was doing. Okay. Because okay. like, I were like, you don't get a criticism like that and then smirk and go, okay. Like she was like, I know. Like she knew that she was going to land in the bottom. And then she was like, they want vulnerability. I have a headdress that is not secured onto my head properly. I know exactly what I'm going to do. I mean, I love a scammer. So, I mean, I don't, it doesn't change anything for me. Still fucking, still fucking bad bitch shit. Cause like, I think it's like, cause other queens have lost their hair Mm -hmm. accidentally, but you can see them like, look a little like, they're like, ah, fuck. Like, when it flies off, yeah. if they're doing a trick or something, and it's normally in the middle of no. them doing several, like they'll do it several times with um, some kind of space in between. But the way she was jumping, it, it seemed very orchestrated. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Like I, I, I'm agreeing with you that it was orchestrated. And I'm just saying, for me, that doesn't change the iconicism of the moment. Like I, for me, it, like I feel like things, like unless it's like high, high artistry. Like, I can't, like, some, like, that's only iconic. Like, there have been moments where an accident has happened, and it's iconic, and it really adds to the the thing. But if you're kind of orchestrating it in that way to make it look like an accident, it just, uh, it kind of ruins it for me. Okay. Or, like, either actually do it on purpose, or make it an, or it has to actually be, like, you didn't intend to do it, and, and it just perfectly aligned with what happened to be happening. Like, when, um... There, I'm just gonna go ahead and spoiler alert. Uh, in season eight, when Chi Chi Devane had was in the, the the black and white runway, and when she was doing uh, the uh, I can't remember uh, what, and her all of her like when she like threw her arms out and all of her yeah, string of pearls yeah, broke and pearls just went all over the uh, runway. Yes, that was is. an accident, and it was that was iconic because she didn't plan it, and it was just perfect yeah. right then and there. And she just kind of went with it. Was like, okay, well, I've already broke them, so I'm just gonna keep on yeah. trucking. But and then you know there are iconic reveals with um, spoiler Roxy Andrew doing the first ever wig reveal in in a lip sync. That's like like where she knew what she was doing. She planned to do it, and it was iconic. Chi Chi Devane. It was an accident, but she went with it, and it just happened in perfect line. That's iconic. Chanel going, I'm gonna do this thing. And make it look like I didn't mean to do this thing because they said they want to see me be vulnerable. And I know that I this is a way I could do vulnerability without really having to be vulnerable. Just kind of ruined it for me. Yeah, uh, doesn't, it doesn't bug me that much. I still think that the um, visual impact is there. And it, it was a moment. Like, even if, because before you knew that, like, it, w- it was a moment in the time of the show. And people still reference it so i mean either she she did what she meant to do if she meant to do it she did it and she got the result that she wanted so can't blame a bad bad bitch for being bad i sure can <laughs> um so rue tells akasha that she has to go home she says you're a fabulous queen you just ran out of chances akasha is was really funny on her season like she's funny and she's she is pretty queen, but, like, the makeup thing, was, that's a lot. I don't know what the hell was happening with that camera and shit. But overall, I would say Akasha is, like, at l- just based on the three episodes, like, you get it's, like, she's, like, cute, Atlanta, 
spunky, dancey, like, girl up in the club, like, really, like, a fun, dancey kind of queen to me. I don't know. I don't know what I'm, you know, do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? No. Okay. Okay. Well, Akasha Ever After is our, you know, the post-elimination. Akasha has 10,000 IG followers, and she mostly does lip-syncing performances. Um, She does kind of sexy costumes, and she also does cosplay. She did a really great Poison Ivy. She's done Storm. Um, And, fun fact, her name, Akasha, comes from the vampire vampire played by Aaliyah in Queen of the Damned and she did a cosplay mm-hmm. of that and it was good. I could see that. Yeah, and she's really pretty. Her makeup is like in the same style but it's definitely blended now and it looks good. She gets booked, you know, and she's friends with like almost every queen. So she clearly, you know, gets along with the queens and feel like she's come back. She came back for Apocalypse Now. She came back for to be in the audience of an All-Stars 2 challenge. And she was in the season 10 grand finale. So she doesn't really have like a shtick or anything, but like she definitely she's the first queen to, you know, win multiple lip syncs in a row. Um probably the only I think she's probably the only queen to lip sync every episode she was on. Maybe not only, maybe like maybe there's like two others maybe. And um yeah, she's done well for herself. Like she's still out there being booked busy and pretty. So yeah, good job, Akasha. Alright. I word. I wanna give a shout out um to the artist who made our cover art, her name is Dawn. Uh, her IG is in our description. And the artist who made our music, which I don't even know if you'll hear this episode because of the weird intro shit, but CJ, uh, our favorite B-Bay, he's going to be in the description too. Um, I just want to give a shout out also to the queens. So I've been starting following some Boulay Brother queens. I haven't watched Dragula um, I mean to. I want to watch Dragula, um, season 11 of Drag Race, Drag Race UK, Drag Race Thailand. Those are all the things I need to catch up on. But some of those queens are pretty fucking sick. Anything to add, Alexis? No, I'm tired. Yeah, me too. It's 9.33 p.m. So we'll see you later in the magazines. Oh, yeah. This has been Queen by Queen, and I'm Janae. I'm Alexis and I'm ready for bed. Good night. Good night, Nightmare.